0: If you listen to today's gospel very carefully, you might try to figure out how many miracles are in today's gospel. Initially, you may say one, to refer to Jesus healing the paralyzed man. Perhaps two, since Jesus also forgave the man's sins. But there are at least three, if not more, miracles in today's gospel. Let's look at the first two before the others. For many, the most memorable part of this gospel is that Jesus healed a paralyzed man. This was definitely a great miracle because he was not just injured or partially paralyzed. The man was completely paralyzed and needed four men to carry him. Jesus fully healed the paralyzed man and then said to him, rise, take up your pallet, and go home. There is, however, a second miracle that we could easily overlook. Before Jesus healed the paralyzed man, he said to him, your sins are forgiven, go, and then he healed him. But why would this also be a miracle? forgiving someone's sins is not something that we do very naturally we can even say that we should not forgive as people deserve the consequences of their actions perhaps we can even say that forgiveness is illogical because people choose to either do good or to do bad if someone chose to hurt me why should I forgive them? The problem with this kind of thinking is that forgiveness is not an effort to be as logical as possible. Rather, it is an effort to accept the great grace from God to be merciful. A very important aspect of this gospel is that Jesus forgives the paralyzed sins before he cures him a very important nuance in this gospel this order should strike us as being odd and perhaps even counter dramatic because the man's friends did not carry him from his home then lower him from the roof because he had committed any specific sins that he was in a very big rush to be forgiven from however By forgiving his sins first, Jesus shows us that it is a miracle to be able to see that someone needs our forgiveness. It is also a miracle to have the humility and to accept the grace to actually forgive. When we look at people, we naturally see all the externals, such as their face, their hair, what they are wearing, or perhaps how healthy they are. The second miracle, or rather the first, as presented to us in this gospel, is to look beyond physical appearances. We need to be able to see that each and every one of us is paralyzed in a particular way by sin. And our relationships are also very often paralyzed by our unwillingness to forgive. Checkmate. Everybody's in a corner. Everyone around Jesus saw only one thing, a paralyzed man. The second miracle is that Jesus also saw saw a man who, more importantly, needed forgiveness more than he needed physical healing. People saw that the man struggled physically, while Jesus saw that the man and every single one of us actually struggle spiritually. In all of us, the inner battle of our minds is a higher priority and in fact needs more urgent care than how we look and how we feel. But what you might ask is the third or fourth miracle. When we read the Bible, we should always think of a window and a mirror. The window is what is happening in the story. Window is something that you look through. When we read something, we are like people observing what is happening in someone else's world. Today's gospel speaks to us of a place called Capernaum, a house in a distant country, a room that we would not recognize, people and actions, that are completely different than our own. None of these specifics of today's gospel refer to anything in our life or do they? This is where the third or more miracles needs to take place. In addition to a window that shows us the life of someone else, the Bible is ultimately also a mirror that shows us the life that shows us our own life and challenges us to reflect on all the details of our life when reflecting what is read or heard in the gospel. The third miracle is only in today's gospel if we choose to live the first two miracles. This time of fasting is so important because it reminds us that our focus in life should be much less on appearances and comforts and more on our spiritual journey with God and our relationships with each other those who are fasting hopefully all of you in some way or another have already begun to feel both physically and spiritually different by changing our choices we force ourselves to think more of what we eat and drink to reflect more on what we think and do. The relationship between the two always needs to be kept together. Fasting is not simply about changing your diet. It is about checking your choices and the things that you've automated yourself to in order to dig deeper into the more important choices that you are making in your life the more we can do this the more miracles we can see in our lives in today's gospel Jesus saw what others did not see but he also wants us to mirror what he saw when we look at our family and friends today Jesus challenges us to ask ourselves what do you see are we able to see the personality and not just the inner person are we able to see perhaps personal pains personal journeys that have hurt somebody or a journey that is not as easy to understand as a 123 are we able to see that everybody has a very different background and that everybody acts in ways for a variety of reasons that we ourselves do not need to be the judge of? And are we able to work on who we are more than how we look? We see the third and more miracles, and perhaps fifth and sixth in today's Gospels, only when these elements of the Gospel become real in one, two, three, four, five ways in our life. Some famous shrines where Mary have appeared around the world, such as Fatima or Lourdes, have crutches and wheelchairs that people who are physically healed have left behind. This is proof of people's faith in God's power to heal. These are definitely miracles, but every single church not only shrines, are meant to be a place where we leave our spiritual crutches behind as we accept that God loves and even deeper, that God forgives us. And then taking that even a step further, that we are able and have the grace to forgive others. God sees greatness in us But then he also invites us to be merciful to see that same greatness in others by also loving and forgiving them with all our heart. There is a saying, a chip on your shoulder makes you carry an unnecessary heavy weight. Lent is a time to let go of unnecessary burdens and to recommit our lives to being mirrors of God's love and mercy. Today's gospel presents us with two obvious miracles. Jesus forgives the paralyzed man's sins, then heals him. We can only discover a third, fourth, or more miracles if starting right now we are willing to make miracles happen in our lives, in our relationships, and in our life of prayer with God.